Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 133 of Process to Profitability. I'm so excited to be interviewing Jordan Gill of System Saved Me, all about getting started with VIP days in your service-based business. Whether you've heard of VIP days before but haven't started one, or you've never heard of them at all, this episode is for you. We're going to be covering exactly what VIP days are, who should consider a VIP day service in their business, and the types of VIP days you might offer. We also talk about tech, marketing, and mistakes to avoid. Jordan Gill, operations consultant and founder of System Save Me, helps overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. Her jam is creating a cohesive operating system for managing your tasks, files, and inbox. She's been on podcasts like What Works and CEO Vibes, sharing her love of replacing monthly retainers with one-day virtual intensives. She currently lives in Dallas, Texas with her Cavapoo Vivian and a collection of 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzles. If you like this episode and you want to learn more about VIP days and dig into everything, make sure to check out Jordan's upcoming conference, the Done in a Day Virtual Conference. I'm going to link to it in the show notes so that you can register and learn even more about how a VIP day might work for your business and how you can go about setting that up. Hi, Jordan. Thanks for joining me today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Samantha. Super excited to be here. So I read your bio at the beginning of the show, but I'd love if you could tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, and how you got started in your business. Totally. So I'm Jordan Gill, and I live in Dallas, Texas with my husband, my bonus son, who's seven, and my cute little Kavapoo, Vivian, who's a mess, but we love her anyway. Um, And I've been in business five years. uh, And as my name suggests, System Saved Me, I am absolutely obsessed with all things systems, workflows, automations. So obviously naturally on this podcast, I feel right at home. (laughs) Um, And so I have been helping um, business owners, seasonal business owners with their uh, client relationship management software. That's what my VIP days are all about, which I know we'll get into, but I really just honed in on client management because I found that a lot of people think about their expertise and like how to deliver well on that. And then they don't think about how their client is experiencing them as a business. Um, And that's like my favorite part. Like how can you create a really succinct, streamlined uh, experience for every client every time Um, instead of relying on our brains, which we feel like is the best option, but it's not. Um, (laughs) So let your system do the work so that you can just be in your zone of genius, whatever that may be. So, so yeah, that's what I've been doing for the past five years and, and never looking back VIP days all the way. (laughs) (laughs) So did you start off offering VIP days or has this been something you've kind of learned along the way? So I started doing VIP days about seven months into business. Um, I knew fairly early on that monthly retainers did not fit Uh, my energy capacity, um, as I have chronic fatigue and hypothyroidism and some medical stuff that, you know, kind of stops me from doing the hustle and grind that, that typical folks tend to do. And so 
pretty much, what was that? Five months in, um, three out of my four clients were launching. Um, and so if you are kind of in the launching space, man, that was exhausting. (laughs) I was like, I can't ever do this again. And you know, your clients don't really care if your other clients are launching, right? It's like, it's my launch, the end. So after that, uh, I call launch Mageddon. I was like, I let go two clients and I kept two and I was like, I'm going to have to pivot somehow. And so I started kind of a search on like what other business models there were, um, for people who really enjoy working with clients. Like I do love working with clients. I just don't want to work with them with, for a long time. Um, so, uh, so then I actually just uh, stumbled upon a sales coach who offered VIP days and was like, can I do those? But for systems? And she was like, sure. So then pretty much from that moment on, it was like, all right, monthly retainers gone, never again. And I've been monthly retainer free for four and a half years. <laughs> I love that you've been doing it for so long because I really have started hearing about this maybe in the last year, year and a half mm-hmm. that it's becoming more of a, a popular service option. Yeah. So I love that you've been doing this for a long time and yes. really kind of have and know how to help other yeah. people do it as well. Oh yeah. I've tried a lot of things. I haven't tried everything when it comes to, you know, marketing and selling VIP days, but I feel like I've tried a lot of things. So, <laughs> so I know the ropes pretty well. All right. So we've talked about it, but what exactly are VIP days and how do they work? Totally. VIP days, um, how I define them is they are a four-figure offering. I love to start with the money because, you know, it's it's right up front. Um, so they're generally a four-figure minimum offering that lasts three to eight hours within a 24-hour period that leads your client through a transformation or process. Um, And the reason that I have it defined that way is one, there's numbers in there for you to measure if you're hitting it or not. Um, But also um, what it isn't is like a strategy session, like power hour, ask me anything, pick my brain. It is not that. That's not a bad offer, but it's just not what we're talking about. Um, so VIP days are really, really intentional, like yellow brick road step-by-steps that you're helping a client through a particular process. Um, and so think of it as like they can, people can build a website in a day, write a sales page in a day, build a, uh, you know, CRM system in a day. And, what it it comes down to as far as structuring is there's kind of three types. Um, The first type is what I call backstage where you are actually not on the call at all with your client. You are doing all of the work and then sending it over either for reviews or completion or whatever the case is. And so that's really nice for, again, people who do like done for you and just like want to cut out all the small talk and just like light a candle, do the work and call it a day. Um, Then we have blended, which is when you're on the call the entire time. That is for people who like the client interaction and want to go back and forth a little bit more can be for done for you, but it is generally a done with you um, type offer where you're kind of co-collaborating and co-working with your clients. um, Whether that is for similar things like, Uh, writing website copy, or again, building systems. I do um, relationship coaching. Obviously you kind of need to be on like the call with your clients for that. Um, And then we have the last one, which is bookend. And that one I've seen again, done for you or done with you where like you start out, it's how it sounds. So bookends can either happen at the very beginning. So you can get on the call at the very beginning, 
you can get on the call at the very end, or you can get on the call at the beginning and the end. So then the middle is really like the work that you go off and do. So I've seen like Pinterest strategists do like, you know, a strategy call at the beginning of the day, and then they go off and like build your boards and keywords and all that stuff. And then they like send you access and loom tutorials. And that's what a, a example of a bookend would be. So that's kind of how you can start to picture like, okay, this is what it is. And this is how long they are. And this is what it would look like from a, am I talking to my client or we, am I not talking to my client sort of um, setup? Okay. So I know you've mentioned a couple of different examples in there, but who can really benefit from adding a VIP day to their business or getting rid of what they're doing altogether and replacing it with these? Yes, for sure. Um, I find that the most qualified people for VIP days are service providers, um, in my personal opinion, because they're executors, they're doers, and generally like they're speedy, um, which is kind of the point of VIP days. Um, so they are able to get things done, you know, when they're unbothered and, you know, distraction free, no scope creep, like take out the bottlenecking, the delays, all of that stuff. And like, we're pretty fast. Um, so I would say service providers, number one, and then coaches and consultants as well. So if you enjoy um, diving deep with a client really quickly and being able to get that quick win, um, then also those are other great people that would really enjoy VIP days. And I find that, again, you can do like exclusively just VIP days, like what I have done um, as a service, but you can also, I've seen people use VIP days as like a qualifying offer where you have your VIP day at first, and then it essentially lets you know, like, do I want to work with this person long-term? <laughs> it's great because you get paid um, to know that or not, right? We can all kind of get through a day with anybody, even if they're like the most disastrous person ever. So you can set it up to where, again, you're doing maybe launch strategy, and then you do maybe a three-month project of actually setting up and implementing the launch that you just strategized, right? And so again, you can put that in place because it's a nice buffer and boundary so that you don't have those long-term clients that you're pulling your hair out for. Um, so I've seen that work really well too, but I've also seen it where people have like a membership, like a high level membership, um, group coaching program. And then their VIP days are kind of a back end offer or an offer that isn't available to anyone outside of that container to where people are getting progress, but they want to like get a really quick dose of a quick win. And so then you can kind of pull people up into a VIP day from your memberships and group coaching programs and offer them an option to just, you know, go and spend a day with you and get kind of that, I don't know, quick jolt. I don't know how else to say like a shot. I don't know why that's like the, <laughs> the visual I'm getting right now, but like that, um, that really just quick, intense opportunity to, again, kind of skip some of the, the fluffy stuff or um, the stuff that maybe isn't as like crucial, but getting the quickest win possible. It sounds like you can tailor this to kind of however you work best, how you can serve your clients, as long as you've got kind of everything in place and you're giving them a transformation at the end of the day. Totally. Exactly. And the thing with transformations is people think it has to be the biggest transformation in the world. 
And, you know, I've seen it where, and I think of transformations like the alphabet. So there's A through Z in a spectrum. And, you know, you can do the full transformation, which is A to Z. So think of like building a website or something that's like, okay, we're like literally putting it all together. And at the end, you have a website or you can do like the, the first, maybe A through D or something. So maybe you are strategizing about their website or you are giving them mock-ups for their website. Um, maybe you're just giving them the copy for their website. It's at the very beginning. Um, and then you also can think of kind of the middle and the middle of the transformation generally are like audits or like reviewing what they currently are doing and giving them suggestions on how they can do better. So really any of those opportunities can serve different people, right? Everybody kind of has their different needs. And so if you're like, I kind of just like the strategy or I kind of just like the setup part at the very beginning, you can totally do that as a VIP day versus doing the A to Z, or again, kind of a picking a part in the middle um, that works best for you. Everyone's going to need support in different parts of the A to Z spectrum. Okay. So can we talk about, because you mentioned some people do eight hours, three hours, like how do we create a VIP day that really works for our business and where we are in life and, you know, kids running around and all of that stuff that comes into play? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, So it's been really interesting because, you know, going into the pandemic, I was like, okay, I don't know if VIP days are still going to work in the (laughs) sense of like, everybody's at home and like, there's a lot going on for everybody. And what's interesting is there actually was a spike in VIP days. Um, and I believe that's because, um, for a lot of folks, it's a lot easier to either like have your mom or have your partner or somebody take the kids for a day than it is to like consistently need somebody on a monthly retainer basis to like (laughs) manage and play with the children, feed them all the things. (laughs) And so, it's actually been beneficial because if you do maybe four VIP days a month, you can absolutely replace or even exceed your monthly retainer revenue. And you only need help four days a week for that really intense um, focused work for those VIP days. And so it's actually been really beneficial for a lot of people and it makes sense. And I didn't think of that originally, but I, it's been really fun to see that, um, that VIP days are definitely here to stay and they're growing. And like people now think that it's oversaturated. And I'm like, it is so not saturated. (laughs) There's, and again, I see and am talking to people every day about different VIP day ideas. Right. And again, with the transformations, you can kind of dice it up to your favorite part of the process that you enjoy. And it's going to be different than what a lot of other people are, are offering out there. So I, I really think that, it's beneficial even in the time that we're in now where people are staying at home a lot more, um, et cetera, virtual schooling, totally am there with my bonus son who's seven. Um, but I do think that again, to be able to have partners, family, be able to watch the kiddos for a day, whether it's again, three to eight hours, that's a lot easier or a lot more manageable than again, that kind of ongoing help that you need every single day for your monthly retainers. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I have a two-year-old. And when I first heard of these, I was like, there's no way. I don't have an eight-hour day. But if I only had to do one a week, then I could Mm -hmm. call in my in-laws and be like, just watch him for eight hours. Totally. Then you don't have to watch him again. You can have have six (laughs) days to recover. (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly, it's beautiful. <laughs> That's funny. Part of what it takes to run a successful online business is having the right tools for the job. I'm sharing a list of all of the tools I use in my business in my toolbox. And you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox to download it now. These include tools that I use for podcasting, designing, running my business, and other things. So you can get a real inside look at everything that I use every day in order to serve my clients well and grow my business. Again, you can find that at lemonandthesea.com slash my dash toolbox. Okay, so I'd love to talk just kind of about on the back end with uh, mm-hmm. like how does somebody lay this out and what tech might they need to help them out? Totally. So again, what's nice about VIP days, that's different. So if you're a service provider, coach, consultant, most people think, okay, in order to scale my business, I need to build a course, program, something over there, or I need to build an agency. And like, that's kind of the two routes that people generally hear about or take. And again, I think for courses, like the learning curve of new marketing, you got to buy a bunch of new software, learn it all, figure out marketing, like build an email list, have an audience. Like there's a lot of hurdles to where even people who have an audience I've seen have a delay of six months to a year in order to then see the like full fruits of their labor Mm -hmm. um, behind something. And agencies, obviously you have to bring people on and I love my team um, and I'm super grateful for them. And like teams require work (laughs) Um, and you have to train them and they're, they're asking you questions all the time. And so for a while you're kind of doing double work. So if you're already kind of on that burnout booked out scale side, it's going to feel worse having more people ask you a bunch of questions. And so what's nice about VIP days is it actually is a really great transitional model for if you want to go eventually to courses or eventually to programs, stuff like that, because again, you can pretty much replace your monthly retainer revenue or more. So you keep making the same money, but you're only working with clients four days a week. So you have 26, 27 hours to have space to do other things or to start a second business or to just spend more time with your family, honestly. Um, And you don't have to create any new tech. Like literally um, for my VIP days, I've used the same process since the very beginning. I don't think I've switched anything um, except for the price. Um, And that is, I use Upsado for like my full client management as far as invoice, pre-work questionnaire, all that stuff. And then I use Zoom for my call. <laughs> so, um, you know, most service providers are using a, a Dubsado, HoneyBook, 17 Hats scenario. And then again, whether it's Zoom or whereby meetings or Skype or whatever you use, you don't have to buy any new software. You don't have to learn any new, you know, um, ways to even market VIP days because a lot of the same ways that you've been getting clients for services or coaching, you can just pivot. And instead of on the sales call, selling monthly retainers, you now are selling VIP days. So that's, what's kind of nice about VIP days is it's, it's a change, right? You're doing much shorter, tighter timelines, but you're really not pivoting a lot of the, I guess, uh, I don't know, like extra stuff, like the tools, the marketing, any of that stuff. So you can really just focus on how do I refine my offer from a six month project or, you know, monthly retainers to a one day 
VIP experience and everything else is fairly the same yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. That makes a lot of sense. Cause you're just, you're doing the same thing, just really condensed. Yeah, exactly. All right. So if somebody wants to do a VIP day, but they're kind of worried about, okay, how do I get, I have enough trouble getting my clients to like send me their content for their website. <laughs> how do they kind of get all of the front end stuff done? So they're ready to go day of. Oh my gosh. I love this question. Um, I get it a lot because, and because it's true, like, <laughs> you know, monthly retainer clients, I remember it was like, oh my gosh, like I asked you one question. Why is it taking you seven days to respond? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, I don't understand. And what's interesting is for VIP days, you kind of are putting the onus on the client to get what I call pre-work done. So you know, VIP days, you have what's called like a pre-work questionnaire, homework, whatever you want to call it. And it's required before the day even begins. And again, you can put a boundary in place and I've seen it done multiple ways. So you can say like, I need my pre-work 72 hours prior to the day. If I don't either the day is forfeited. (laughs) I've literally seen people say, you don't get it to me. Like we're not doing it because you're not set up for success. So why would I still get on a call with you knowing that I don't have everything I need? That's like showing up to build a house with no hammer and no saw and being like, I'll still build it with like Elmer's glue. Like, no, we're not doing that. So it's really important. Um, or, you know, you can, if you're like, okay, that's really harsh. Um, what I do is I have a one-time rescheduling where it's like, okay, if I don't get it within 72 hours, then you can reschedule one time. If you need to reschedule again, which has never happened, P.S., but if you need to reschedule again, then it's an additional fee okay. um, to reschedule. So, um, you know, you can kind of manage that as you want, but it really puts, and what's interesting is, you know, I've, I actually have never had to reschedule for a client, oddly enough. I had to reschedule one once and, and whatnot, but I don't think a client has ever... Like I've never had to reschedule because of pre-work not being done. Um, And a lot of my clients find that too. Like they're like, my clients like go, they get all their stuff together. And again, it's because you create like a really intentional process and they want to maximize your time. VIP day clients are all about time. Okay. Like they are, you know, they will pay more money to make the transition happen quicker. And that's across a lot of different industries um, where that's prevalent. Like what are the fastest cars or what are the like most expensive cars, the fastest ones? Like when you go to Disney World, you have the regular pass where you stand in line for three hours for a five minute Peter Pan ride, or you can pay a little bit more for the fast pass and literally wait 20 minutes and it's still the same five minute Peter Pan ride. So there's, it's in every industry. And so really we're just kind of bringing it to the forefront of kind of online marketing, online services industry where, okay, yes, you can totally pay this amount to, you know, kind of schedule it out and, and go kind of the slower path, or you can get a quick shot. It's going to cost more, but you're going to get done quicker. And there's, probably people in your audience right now that are just waiting for you to come out with like the quicker version of what you do. Um, and so it's fun to see when people just like throw out there, like, Hey, do you want me to set up your Instagram ads in a day? And all of a sudden, like all these people pop out and you're like, Oh, well, (laughs) I didn't know y'all existed in there, but yeah, I find that 
it really comes down to a really intentional pre-work setup and having that boundary in your contract. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not giving legal advice, but this is just what I do. And I encourage others to have a boundary around if the pre-work is not sent in X amount of days before, or even a week before, then it's either a forfeited day or a one-time reschedule. Okay. And I imagine that the people who want to work on these VIP days, like you mentioned, like they know they're making this big investment and they're ready to see a change. They don't want to wait for a four month long website process. They want to have something to show for it soon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So do you find that a lot of people have those people already in their audience or do we need to like go out and target new people? How do we do the marketing and bringing in people who are interested in this? Totally. I love when usually there's a few lurkers in every person's audience, um, whether that's through an email list or on Instagram or a Facebook group, wherever you're hanging out with people. And I also find that referral partners are like the absolute secret sauce to VIP days. Majority of my VIP days get booked through referral partners. And that's mainly because you have to think about um, where like your ideal clients congregate. And it's really important. I know those ideal client exercises can be like, okay, poke my eyeballs out. I've done this 17 (laughs) times. Um, But it's like super crucial because for me, Um, I know that business coaches are a really great referral partner for me because they want their clients to go out and get more clients, but they do not want to talk about Dubsado. They don't want to talk about active campaign. They do not want to talk about the systems, but they're like, go out there. And then their clients are like, but wait, how do I build this? And the business coach is like, no. So (laughs) I go to the business coaches and I'm like, how would it, you know, feel to not have to talk about Dubsado and Active Campaign ever again with your clients? And they're like, um, a dream. So I'm like, okay, well, I can help set up your client CRM systems for them so that they can get more clients, make you look good because they're doing your process and you never have to talk about the systems and tools ever again. So I connect with them. Um, Website designers as well are really great referral partners for me because I didn't know that one until I you know, was talking to my clients and I noticed that about two months after people get their websites done, they, for some reason, are looking for systems people. So I'm like, okay, well, I might as well go to the source. And I reached out and said, hey, you know, is it really frustrating when you build this like awesome, like uh, conversion oriented, optimized website And then your clients have a trash process afterwards and they blame you because they're like, nobody's buying, but really it's not the website. It's the fact that they don't have any sort of process to bring these awesome new clients in. And so like, yeah, that's the worst. And I'm like, well, that's actually what I help with. So once you're done building the website or even during the website building, you can send your clients to me, I'll build out their CRM and everyone will be happy. And they're like, great right? Send everybody to you. So (laughs) it's really about making your referral partners look good. And it's about attaching yourself to not only their clients issues, right? Like their client CRMs, but to the referral partners issues, right? How is the work that I do going to make my referral partners look good? Not just because I'm nice and I have a nice experience, but how is it going to help amplify what they're doing for their clients? So, you know, whatever 
um, service or coaching that you do, you can totally find referral partners that are really in alignment with what you do and just connecting with them and seeing if it's a really great fit for them to send clients to you. And it makes it a lot easier. And then you're not like being that annoying person. That's like, I would like some clients, please. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's like, welcome to the club. We all would like clients. Um, so I think that is really where I encourage a lot of people to go and you don't need a ton of referral partners. I'm not telling y'all to go see 20 people for referral partners. Like I've had like eight to 10 really solid referral partners and just focus on nurturing those relationships with them. And so I'm not having to spend as much time finding that one client, right? Every time it's like, I just go to the source where my clients are all hanging out and where they, the people that are my referral partners know when they have trash systems. And it's like a very easy, comfortable process for my referral partners. So I would say that's probably like, you know, you can go out, toss your first one to your current audience, but then I would shift your focus to referral partners for sure. Yeah. I love that idea. I hadn't really heard it before, but I know as a web designer, if I had a copywriter that I could say, go work with them, that it'll be done in a day and then come back to me. (laughs) That would be amazing. Totally. I know. Right. Like I hear that from website designers all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, the amount of times we have delays because copy isn't done is like atrocious. So I hear you. (laughs) All right. So once somebody is thinking about this, what mistakes should we avoid in creating a Mm -hmm. VIP day service? Yes, definitely seen some mistakes, (laughs) (laughs) experienced some mistakes myself as well. Um, But one of the first ones is like trying to be really um, cutesy with the name of the VIP day. This is like a small mistake that I see, but if you're like rainbows and butterflies VIP day and you're like, what, what am I getting out of this? What's happening? Like I still call my VIP day, literally VIP day. Um, and because they're on a systems website, they can get the gist obviously that is about systems. So I would say, you know, clarity over cuteness, like be very clear in what it is that you're helping people with and don't get like super cutesy when it comes to naming. The other mistake I see is people trying to stuff, like I'm picturing like a turkey with like stuffing and you're just like trying to get as much transformation and value packed into the three to eight hours to justify the price point. Please don't do that um, for your own sake and your client's sake um, because truly the like simplest VIP days are the ones that win. Like you know, could I do really shiny bells and whistles with their CRM? Sure. And really what they're looking for is like simple, clear, concise, streamlined systems. So, you know, again, people that want, um, like, I don't know, their Pinterest built in a day or something. Are they looking for like the shiniest Pinterest, like, account of all time. No, they're looking for an account that's actually going to convert and like get them the results that they want. So a lot of times I have to kind of peel away a lot of the stuff that people try to fit into a VIP day um, because it will kind of muddy the waters or it will cause the VIP day to be delayed unnecessarily or um, cause it to go over time. 
So that's definitely um, another mistake that I see is, again, that kind of justifying price doing the most um, with VIP days. And then another one that I see is trying to like pivot your VIP day. Let me give an example. Like having like VIP day and then almost like a a la carte menu of like, okay, you can pick three systems out of this like block of 12 to like do for the day. And like, that's work. That sounds like work for me as a client. I got to like choose what I need. Just tell me like what your specialty is. Right. Like, and then just like, if I need that, yes, cool. If not, yes, cool. And I think too, that comes from people who have can help people with a lot. Like, can I help people with way more systems than their CRM? Yeah. But for me, I really chose a system that feels most aligned. I know I'm really good at, and like, I am a total boss at creating and everything else I either just do for fun, you know, in my spare time or whatever the case is. And so those a la carte VIP days, I don't know how else to call them. Um, I would say that that's definitely a mistake because you're causing your client to have to work um, before they even start working with you. So create a really crisp offer. And that's always the way to go to the VIP day people. They want to be able to say yes or no. They don't want to see, they don't want to say which one, you know, it's just, it's too much work up up front. um, I found. So that would be another mistake that I see kind of often. Yeah. And I, I almost feel like the a la carte offer, you can start with those like two systems you're really good at. And then if you like the client, maybe you could help them with some other stuff down the road. Exactly. Have some like back end VIP days. Cause even with mine, I have client relationship management, but I also can do team management, but I won't do team management without doing the client stuff first, because I'm not going to tell you how to manage your team. If you like, your client relationship management is trash. So um, I really only people know about that one, if I'm telling them on a podcast or secondly, <laughs> like they're a client of mine and I enjoyed working with them and I can, we can do another VIP day together. So it's a really great opportunity for upsells, like, like you um, upsells, downsells, cross sells, whatever, um, like you said. So I like that you mentioned that too. So there's a place for them, just not all at once on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we wrap up talking about this, is there anything we missed that people might need to know about VIP days if they want to get started with something? Yeah, um, definitely one kind of misnomer too is like the fact that it's called a VIP day. People think that it has to be like champagne at the Ritz Carlton and like, you know, like really, um, extravagant. And that's not the case at all. (laughs) My VIP days, they're virtual. So nobody's in a Ritz Carlton. Um, everybody's at their house usually. Um, and you know, I order DoorDash for lunch as like a fun, um, thing that we can do and makes it easy for the client. They don't have to like worry about anything that day. And, you know, I have really cute client gifts that are branded with pineapple stuff. Cause that's kind of my thing. And so I have those little touches, but it doesn't, it, it's not as extravagant or fancy just because it's called VIP. The point of it being called a VIP is like showcasing that the experience is going to be top notch as far as quality. 
And it's going to be something that, again, people who value time, um, because VIP stands for a very important person, very important people are busy people, like they have a lot going on. And so really, it has more to do with the fact that these people want to do things in the least amount of time possible. Um, They don't need, again, a lot of the bells and whistles and shiny stuff that people try to make up for because it's called a VIP day. Right. So, um, I want to encourage you if you're like frightened by that word, cause maybe you're just like a chill person. I'm a very chill person, <laughs> um, and whatnot. So I, I definitely want to encourage you to at least check them out, like play with it. Like what would have to be true for you to offer VIP days and just like play around with it and see what comes up, um, for you. So that's definitely what I would love to leave people with. Awesome. I thought, think this was super helpful. It gives people a really good idea of what they might be able to do and kind of how to move forward with something like this in their business. All right. So as we wrap up, I always ask people if you could recommend one thing to a friend, business, life, whatever, what would that be? Oh, goodness. Um, my recommendation would be to practice being more present um, because as like systemy as we can be. The reason that I'm passionate about systems is because I like to be present. Like I'm here with Samantha, who knows what's going on in the world, like craziness. Like I'm sitting here and I'm focused and I'm a hundred percent here. I'm that same way with my family. I do not have notifications on my phone. I don't, you know, try and half be in half be out. And I think that especially like in this day and age, I guess, like that's so rare, you know, like it's rare to be in the presence of people without the wings and dings and cha-chings, right? Like it's just a lot going on. And so life and business, like make sure that you're practicing being present as much as possible because it's super rewarding. And I believe relationships and connection is absolutely everything. That's awesome. I love that. I just started doing like a 10 minute miracle with my son where I'm like, okay, we got 10 minutes to play. I'm not going to look at my phone. And it's a lot more fun for me to know it's only 10 minutes. And for him, he gets to pick whatever we do. Oh, that I love that. Yeah. It's, it's so true. And like, you know, the, the, the gift of time and, and presence is just really like one of the most valuable things you can give people. So again, whether it's your son, your partner, your team, whoever it is, your clients, um, it's just one of those rare things that when you get to experience it, then, you know, you're like, oh, like I want to do more of this. It's really rewarding. Yeah. Okay. So where can people find and connect with you online? Yes. Speaking of connection, um, come hang out with me on Instagram. Um, I'm at systems saved me. That's plural. Um, obviously you're a podcast listener. I do have a podcast. So that is system saved me. You guessed it. (laughs) Uh, and you know, my website is another place that if you're wanting to just like dig deeper into VIP days, there's freebies, there's quizzes, there's all sorts of stuff going on over there. So, um, that's just www.systemsavedme.com. All right. It's easy because it's all the same. Yep, it is. I try, you know, good branding. I I get that from a lot of like branding website people. (laughs) So I appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really enjoyed talking with you. And I know this is going to be a great episode for my listeners. Yes. Thank you so much, Samantha, for having me. I had a blast. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. 
please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show.